Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, we bring uh, Carver High back in here, and we'll keep talking about football. I, I want to tell you, so my sister, stay away from my sister. She uh, even knows how much uh, the general meant to me. Uh, I rarely, if ever, hear from my sister on, like, you know, on a weekday or even, you know, sometimes maybe on a weekend or something, or Christmas or something like that, maybe a birthday or something, you know. But, like, to hear from her today, knowing that 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 woman knew how much that man meant to me, Bob Knight. That she knew that I had. It was like losing a father uh, for me, because I told this story and I'll say it one last time, really quick. When I went to Indiana to be around Bob Knight, I was an immature kid. I was 18 years old and I was a drip and a smartass. Well, I still am kind of, but uh, you know. My dad was like a big corporate guy at U.S. Steel, and he was intimidating, and he was an awesome human being and a loving dad, and he took me to a million sporting events, and we had a sporting relationship. But I didn't have any – I wasn't an adult. I was a kid, uh, and it was all just you know bright-eyed for me. But when I was around uh, Bob Knight, and you got that guy yelling at you every day for five years, that'll make a man out of you. It was like joining the army for me. Uh, he just absolutely turned me into a man in short order. And I learned real quick, get on that bus and shut your mouth. And I learned so much from him that even my old sister uh, reached out and told me, I know you lost your guy. And I did. It was like losing a father. It was crazy. We welcome our radio affiliate, Sirius XM, Channel 159, and uh, Sports Byline. I really don't care what anyone thinks of my continued rambling either about Bob Knight. Uh, if I uh, want to say one last thing about it. I know people hated him, uh, but that's how captivating he was. Everyone had an opinion about him. No one's ever not heard of Bob Knight. You either loved him or you hated him, right? Uh, that's pretty much where it, uh, you draw the line with Bobby. Kind yes, of like me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> some would say that uh, about you as well. Uh, you either love him or you hate him. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, let's get back to the Steelers and the Titans. You and Warren talked about it uh, at the beginning of last hour. That is our Thursday night football game to start. Week number nine tonight at the place the Steelers play. I didn't Let's know go. you said blew it off with the Nuggets out there to the place that the Steelers play. How about that? Uh, big night for Mike uh, and his son. So that is tremendous with all the crazy drunks out there in Pittsburgh. Uh, who's going to have to deal with all of those crazy fans out at the place the Steelers play tonight? That would be young Will Levis, uh, Scott, who made his first NFL start. Just a few days ago on Sunday against the Falcons, and it was a good one. Four touchdown passes, a win in his first outing, but now short week on the road against a really good D. Levis knows he has to be sharp in preparation for this game. If you're not confident in yourself, you don't believe in yourself, nobody will. 
same goes for just you know my confidence with the entire offense. Is it being being the quarterback, you know, you got to make sure that you're, you have the right mindset because you know guys are gonna be looking to you, and you got to pick guys up when they're down and, and keep them neutral when things are up. So uh, it's definitely a big part. First first NFL game with this type of environment, uh, so I mean definitely something to think about. I played in Lad Stadium before, so I know the challenges that come with it. Uh, just you know being clear with your communication, making sure that you know our operation and how we're gonna handle things and how things might be different compared to a home game. Uh, that we're all locked in on that. Um, but the guys have been great so far uh, this week with the reps we've got, and we just got to keep building. Look, I, I'm going to just say this. First of all, that's the last you're going to see of uh, Tannehill's locker next to his ever again. <laughs> Second of all, uh, I think the kid's going to do fine because everyone can throw against the Steelers. I mean, if you got a cannon, uh, you can throw against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't care if you're in your first year or your 10th year. Uh, bottom line is they can't stop anybody uh, passing uh, the ball. If you can pass the ball, you'll have success. Look, I'm on the Steelers, and I'm scared to death about the game. Look, uh, this has now gone to a flat three. Uh, totals actually ticked up to 37 from 36 and a half uh, here a couple hours. I'm with you. That You see, I keep saying a really good D. The Steelers are a really good D because they have guys who make impact plays. T.J. Watt makes impact plays during the game. When Minka Fitzpatrick's out there, he does. He ain't going to be out there tonight. Right. If you look at the numbers and the metrics, you can throw on the Steelers. They're in, like, the bottom, like, third uh, in the league in terms of yards given up with the pass, etc. But it's those impact plays that those guys make that make the Steelers very dangerous. And they're a very good red zone defense as well, limiting teams to field goals instead of touchdowns. Uh, I always like to throw some numbers at you. I'm on the Steelers as well tonight. Uh, luckily, I caught the two and a half uh, last night when I did. It's onto a flat three now. Uh, but I have to throw numbers at you because that's what I do to you uh, two hours before kickoff. Mike uh, Vrabel. Uh, uh, since Vrabel's been the head coach in Tennessee, uh, as an underdog, 29 19 uh, and 1 against uh, the spread very good coach against the spread but uh, uh, i come with that uh, and i give you this you know you and G gabe was giving you these numbers about kenny pickett before how about these numbers your boy touched down kenny in prime time what? six and oh six and oh against the spread uh that's right in prime time let's go kenny shines let's go. Under the lights. let's go with that stat uh for kenny pickett tonight yeah. <laughs> i'll take that one over the other one the other one was grim reaper this one uh is enlightening it gives me a little light at the end of the tunnel look i'm worried about his uh ribs I'm worried about the fact that Tennessee can rush the quarterback as good as anybody. They're violent, and he could take a beating tonight. They have to protect him better. They have been atrocious up front. No running game, no pass blocking. The guy's running for his life every time he drops back. It's got to stop. They've got to do better. People keep blaming this offensive coordinator, which I understand. I don't like him either. But the reality is this. He doesn't play. If nobody's blocking ever for your quarterback or for your running backs, you deserve to get your ass beat, and you can't blame some coach when guys aren't blocking. It's that simple. It is that simple sometimes. Uh, you just have to block and let the quarterback do his job. Uh, the most bet touchdown prop tonight is, of course, Derrick Henry. Uh, it usually is in most Titans games. He's even money right now. And I actually saw the most bet prop. I don't have the graphic for you was Najee Harris under uh, tonight. It was like 45 and a half. People think yeah. that Harris going to do nothing on the nothing. ground against the Tennessee defense. Nothing. You're with them. Nothing on the ground nothing. for Najee Harris. I mean, he's, good. he's um, had nothing usually, the whole year. Uh, we're, getting, uh, we're getting pickings in the end zone tonight. And I didn't know this. Deontay Johnson doesn't have – last time he caught a touchdown pass, Ben Roethlisberger was throwing him the football. It's been like 650 days since Deontay Johnson's caught a touchdown. How about we get him in the paint tonight? After he got, he's going to get that big fine from the NFL this week, uh, after all the things he said about the refs on Sunday, let's get Johnson in the end zone uh, here tonight for the Steelers. Geez, I hope so. And, you know, they've – the whole thing, no fryer move, that's affected him. This guy's hamstrings affected him. And I feel like Pickens is the only guy. And then, you know, all you have to do is key on him and you take the Steelers passing game and throw it down a toilet. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Did you know that BetMGM customers can receive a 25% increased odds boost token to use on an NBA wager? Minimum minus 300 odds and a max stake of 25 bucks. It's fantastic. Sign in to your BetMGM account to get the details. If you don't have a BetMGM account, get one on iOS or Android in the Play Store and start playing. You're going to love it. All right, Carver High. Uh, a lot going on here. We got some college football news and games tonight. Yes, I want to make sure I get in tonight's stuff with you because we have a lot going on. But uh, you also haven't been here since the first uh, college football rankings came out. The Crack Crab and Lobster Committee that gets together over the big meals and talks about the games that we don't watch. Uh, put out their first rankings this week. Uh, and Ohio State at the top, followed by Georgia, Michigan, and Florida State. So those are the four teams they say if the season ended right now would be in the playoff. Uh, there you go with the odds, too, for each of them to win the national championship. I know everybody gets bent out of shape about this stuff, Scotty, uh, but let's remember something. Uh, what, the one that they put out first is never uh, what it is when we right. get to the end of the road, uh, and it's time to really pick it. So there's a long way. I mean, Ohio State's there because they've actually played some decent teams, right? I mean, they've played... Notre Dame on the road. They beat Penn State as much as we like to beat up on James Franklin. You know, they have some decent wins, whereas Michigan doesn't. Uh, and even Georgia, frankly. I mean, Florida? They don't. They'll get a better one this week when they beat Mizzou, you know, but they don't have the wins that Ohio State has so far. I think that they got it right for a change. And I still think Ohio State will go to the big house and lose to Michigan. And then... Fair enough. Losers out. I want Oregon in. I think they yes. can beat Washington in the Pac-12 title game. I think what I saw that team do at Utah at Rice Eccles, destroying the Utes, literally humiliating them. And then remember, they lost that game at Husky Stadium on a last-second field goal. So they could have won that game. They'd be undefeated. They're going to play them again. They're going to beat them in a neutral Vegas game, and then they're going to go play for a national championship. I think Bo Nix and the Oregon Ducks are the most dangerous team in America. I don't disagree with you. I would 100% take Oregon if we get that game in Vegas. And I'm, a, I'm not so sure about what Washington has been spotty. They've been a little sleepy the last couple weeks, and they, they can't might cover. be in trouble Saturday night. I know USC's defense sucks, Scotty, but, uh, you know, if they're a little lackadaisical again, Caleb Williams suddenly put a couple touchdowns up, and they're losing. That could be a problem for them uh, at the Coliseum. So they need to watch themselves this week, or they won't get into that spot later. Good in the point. Year. We'll talk about all of this weekend's games tomorrow here on C2C, but there are some college football games tonight. Scotty, why don't we start in Lubbock, where TCU is visiting Texas Tech. Of course, uh, hasn't been the year Texas Tech thought it was going to be. They've had some losses. 
Uh, this was three, Scotty, down to two and a half as of this second. Texas Tech minus two and a half and 59 and a half the total. You know, I didn't bet it, but I actually think TCU can go into Lubbock and beat the Raiders. I really do. I think uh, both of these teams have struggled uh, this year, and I expected that after losing the national championship and all the players are gone, uh, that Sonny would have to rebuild. But I don't think they're the worst team I've ever seen. I think they have a shot tonight in Lubbock. Wake Forest visits Duke. A few things here. This was 12 and a half last night and or even this morning. It has now gone to six and a half for Duke. That's because it looks like Riley Leonard is not going to play. And Duke, and their second guy's out too. They're going to have some freshman quarterback playing for Duke tonight at home against the Deacons. So six and a half for Duke. 40 and a half is the total. I kind of like Wake with the points in a really low scoring, ugly game now, Scotty. Yeah, listen, uh, I was on Duke. I thought Leonard was going to play, and I was laying 12, and I had no reservations about it. The reality is this, is that Wake Forest has lost to every decent or good team they've played. The only teams they've beaten are the likes of Elon. Wake Forest sucks, okay? And I still think Duke wins and covers based on their defense. Now, I know they've struggled lately. Take a look at who they've been playing. They've had a brutal stretch of games. And tonight, they get a break because Wake Forest is not good. I still think Duke gets it done in Durham. And I think they do it easily. Uh, the uh, third game tonight is in the Sun Belt. South Alabama at Troy. It's a good one, too. Uh, Troy 6-2, and two, as we know. South Alabama's got some good wins this year. This is at 5.5 now. 44 and a half is the total. Last year, uh, Troy beat him 10-6 in South Alabama. I like the under and maybe even the points uh, with the Jaguars here. I laid four uh, this morning with Troy, and they just win. That's what happens. Whenever they play a big game, uh, particularly at home, they win. I'm on Troy. There you go. Uh, three games tonight. Lots of fun. Tomorrow, Wall-to-wall, so many huge games this weekend. We'll get your thoughts, Scotty, on all. We got Alabama and LSU this week. We got Notre Dame and Clemson. We got Washington, USC. We got Missouri against Georgia. I mean, it is a massive week of college uh, that we will do tomorrow here on Coast to Coast. Uh, I wanted to get this NFL in, and we'll do all the other games tomorrow. The Raiders, of course, chopped Josh McDaniels the other night. He is out. They got rid of the GM. They got rid of the offensive coordinator. They're going to bench Jimmy G. They're going to play the kid Aiden O'Connell at quarterback. So Antonio Pierce, who was the linebacker coach, is now going to be uh, the interim coach for the rest of the year. He's going to run the show, Scotty. He had a couple good ones yesterday at his first press conference. First of all, he was a player, and he expects the players to step up with him in charge. Here's Pierce. Through this, they understand what it's like a coaching change in the middle of the season, and I'm relying on our leaders to lead you know I'm, I'm gonna come in here with the, the, the game plan this is the picture that we're trying to paint but they got to carry it throughout the best teams that i've ever been on as a player or as a coach player ran player ran bottom line Devontae knows what it is max crosby knows what it is robert splain knows what it is our captains and leaders know what it takes they got to go out there and do it and they got to carry that message and make sure that resonates and we block out all this outside noise because we're going to get some over the next you know 72 plus hours that is just us against the world, and that's our mentality going to be right now, us against the world. Raider Nation against everybody else. Yeah, there is no Raider Nation, first of all. Second of all, I'll, I'll give you this. Um, he's right. I've always said uh, that these coaches, uh, they give them way too much credit, and they give them way too much abuse. They blame coaches for everything. The players are the ones that, that make the plays and win the games. The coaches have nothing to do with big games other than – preparing them for the game and standing on the sideline. Oh, they call plays, whatever. Check down, call whatever you want. Do you think that Tom Brady listened to people telling him what play to run? Uh, you think Patrick Mahomes does what he wants on the fly? It's players that win championships and that make plays. Pierce knows how to play. I won't deny it. He also knows how to cheat uh, when he was at Arizona State. Thank God he's not in college anymore. He was one of the most corrupt coaches in college history. He did everything dirty, everything illegal. He got busted clean and then ran off to the NFL. He scurried off to the NFL and nothing happened to him. I find it truly amazing 
that Herm Edwards and Antonio Pierce uh, got in no trouble at all. And then they left the school naked and barren yeah. and uh, under NCAA probation. Out the door. He's dirty. He's as dirty as your garbage. Uh, quickly, here's another one from, of course, he won a Super Bowl with the Giants, also played for Washington. But he was born, Scotty, a Raider. Here we go. I had opportunities to leave and go to other organizations. I decided not to. Um, the short story, the matter of fact, is I grew up in Compton, California. I was born a Raider. I was born with the Raiders rolling in the Coliseum in L.A. I was rolling with N.W.A. talking straight out of Compton, <laughs> rocking Raider hats. So when the opportunity came to work with Josh and Pat Graham and Dave, I jumped on it. So that's what set me up for this. I was born this way. Yeah, because he was thrown out of college football, and it was the only job he could get, and he's a giant, and he's tripping if he thinks he's a Raider because he grew up in Compton. Okay, thanks so much. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Adam Kaplan is our NFL insider. Enjoys us on Coast to Coast periodically throughout the week. It's very important. Tomorrow he'll be on for his usual pain-free Friday double shot, including Busta Capping Your Ass on Fridays. The second segment, very popular with the ladies and with uh, hooligans. Uh, It's a Thursday, though, so there's a lot going on, including the Thursday nighter. Let's start with uh, the trade fallout. New fits around. We'll look at the top four moves. Why don't we start with the Niners uh, adding help up front to their pass rush? You know, what's interesting about this trade for Chase Young. A couple things. First of all, their odds to win the Super Bowl, they've moved a little bit. Okay. They're now 600. They're plus 600 to win the Super Bowl. They were about 800 or 900. So clearly, the odds makers think that they're a bigger favorite just because of this move. Now, what I'm also told with this trade is Chase Young was not the only team that they were talking to. We're talking about Washington, where Chase Young was. There was another NF- NFC team they called on. Uh, they were looking for a premium pass rusher, but that team said this player was not available. So they clearly looked at this trade deadline for L's this. Cleveland Farrell, the former first-round pick, defensive end of the Raiders, have been starting opposite Nick Bosa. No longer that's going to be the case. Young's going to take that job. Uh, he'll practice this week or actually next week when they come back after their bye, they have a bye in week nine, and then they'll get him acclimated and get him starting. And they also, I'm told, looked into the cornerback position. And by the way, they've been giving up a lot of production. So their motivation was to go get more of a pass rush to help Nick Bosa out, and that's what they did here. So this is a good move. They they, they gave away what's they gave up what's called a special compensatory pick. Uh, it's at the end of the third round. So this is not a great pick that they're going to get because l- let's face it, Pharrell. When you look at the Washington situation, despite being only a game out of the last wild card spot in the NFC, the Vikings now hold that. They looked at that loss against the Eagles, which was a tough loss. It was actually a great game, an offensive throw fest. They kind of gave up on the season. They're going to look towards next year. And they're giving up on Chase Young, who's on the final year of his deal. We know that. They, he didn't have his fifth year option uh, picked up. And Montez Sweat, we'll get to him in a second. They trade him as well. They're going to go with younger players at the defensive end position. So, they're looking towards next year. 
to me, Pharrell, the only way they win now is throwing the football because, quite frankly, without a pass rush now, there's no way they're going to be able to win. How about the Vikings mess after the Achilles tear of Cousins? Yeah, so what they did is I'm told they looked at several options. Uh, by 4 p.m. Eastern, they narrowed it down to Josh Dobbs, who's been with seven teams now. This is the seventh team. It goes from the Cardinals to the Vikings. Now, you might remember last year, Dobbs gets signed off of the Lions practice squad. The next week, he starts for the Titans on a Thursday night, and he played very well against the Texans. So he's shown that he could play in a short period of time and get ready. Now, obviously, he's not going to be ready this week because he just got traded there. So Jaron Hall, the fifth-round rookie from BYU, is 25 years old, by the way, will start Sunday at the Falcons. But barring something unforeseen like Hall playing out of his mind, It'll be Dobbs going further, but it's not like they're hoping that Hall doesn't do well, but they traded for Dobbs because they need the experience. So, look, this is a situation. Kirk Cousins having the best year of his career. His contract's up. They're not ruling out, bringing him back. They'll see how the Achilles repair is in the spring. But the bottom line is now they lose him. He was balling. They're a passing team. They don't run it very well. Their defense is playing better, though. They're now Right now, they're the last seed. They're number seven seed in the NFC. So are the Falcons are right with them. This is a big game for both teams. We'll talk more about the game on Friday. But I, I like the trade because they didn't give up very much. They swapped late-round picks. Liam Dobbs has shown the ability to acclimate himself well in a short period of time. And, and by the way, Dobbs is a gunslinger, man. I, I know he started to fade a little bit at the end there. But he's with a much better team, with, with a much be- better pass target group. I'm looking forward to see how, see how he plays when he gets a chance to play probably next week. How about the moves that the Bears made? This, I I know fans went out of their mind. What are are the Bears doing? They're two and five. They have no chance at the playoffs. Well, they're still, they're two and a half games back of the last spot. Yes, realistically, they have no chance to get in. But remember now, they had a lot of draft capital because of the trade that they had with the Panthers from the last draft. They had a bunch of early round picks, so they gave up a second next year. And quite frankly, let's call it like it is. That's going to be a top five pick in the second round. Remember last year, they gave up the first pick in the second round for Chase Claypool. That didn't work out well. Montez Sweat is on the final year of his deal. He's on his fifth-year option. Now, the Bears have said they're going to try to get him signed to an extension sooner rather than later. He will start opposite Yannick Ngakwe, uh, who's, who's on a one-year deal. Their pass rush is the worst of the National Football League. They felt compelled to do something, and they did it. Uh, look, we said earlier here the commanders are out of it. Chicago's out of it, but they're looking towards next year, and they're going to get Sweat signed to an extension. They're going to try to do that. Look, this GM here, Ryan Poles, he's built the secondary. He's addressed the offensive line, but he's not addressed the defensive line. This is a move to do that, and they'll just evaluate him for the rest of the season. He'll be with them next year. By the way, Sweat's a – we should mention this. He's seen around the National Football League as an above-the-average pass rusher, but he's not a great pass rusher. Big guy, plays the run well. He's improved against uh, – he's improved as a pass rusher. But this is not like a Hall of Fame move here. We need we need to be careful here of expectations. He's better than what they had, but quite frankly, he's not been a stud, and that, that's why Washington move on from him. What's your overall feeling real quick on uh, – so you talked a lot about Washington, you know, yeah. dismantling this defense. Everyone's gone now. They're already – uh, three and five or whatever they are. Uh, they're they're at New England, who's desperate for a win. And you know, my question is, uh, obviously Rivera's doomed. They're new owners, he's doomed. All they do is lose. Are they going to start th- like tanking, throwing games now because their whole team's yeah. been uh, broken up? Or are they still going to go for it every Sunday? No, they're going to try to win. Now, the reason why they moved on for these two defensive ends is very simple. I was told a couple weeks ago that they told teams who called on both players because they knew these guys weren't getting extensions, hang on, let's see what happens. It was really primarily what would have happened against Philly. It seems ridiculous. Think about it. If they would have played the Eagles, if they would have beaten the Eagles and go 4-4 four and four and be tied with Minnesota for the last spot, they still would have looked to trade one of them, but not both of them. Now they trade both of them because, again, they were not going to sign him to extensions. And by the way, Ron Rivera, you mentioned him. He has personnel control. Yes, Martin Mayhew is his general manager, and he's the one who fields all the calls, but Ron has personnel say. In the end, he makes a decision where they're going to keep or trade these guys. But the the problem that you have with Washington is, Pharrell, they don't have anyone, really, who's ready to step up and be a starter for the future at either defensive end spot. That does worry me by doing this. 
they're going to have to throw a lot to win. And I got to tell you, that game that Sam Howell had last week was absolutely incredible. Don't blame him. Blame the defense and why they lost to Philly. So the Bills got some help on their back end from the Packers. Yeah, this is a, this is a good trade. They didn't give up a lot. They swapped picks. The, they gave up two rounds in next year's draft, but they got Rasul Douglas, who's a guy who's a, a third-round pick of the Eagles in 2017. He played for that Super Bowl team. He's moved around from the Panthers, the Packers, Eagles, and Bills. He's a zone corner. He will wind up starting over Dane Jackson at some point at corner. Remember, Tredavious White, their best corners out for the season with the torn Achilles. The Packers play zone, heavy zone on the back end. So do the Bills. This is a match here. This is actually a smart move. A one they had to do. Uh, yes, they could not get a, an off-the-ball linebacker to place Matt, Matt Milano, but I like this move. This is a smart move. Now, Russell Douglas, he's, he makes big plays. He gives up big plays. So if you're a Bills fan watching us here, understand he's going to make some plays and he's going to give up some. He's a tall corner, by the way, over six feet. This guy's been around a long time. And this is a smart move because if you, if you want to be a good playoff team for real, you got to go for it. And what was their problem in the secondary? And who do they play on Sunday night? They're at the Bengals who are going off with their pass game as of late. Yeah, they looked really good uh, against the Niners, kicked their ass, and now they've got the Bills in the jungle. And the way they're clicking, uh, Buffalo might have their hands full. You heard uh, Carver High in the break. He thinks they're going to lose by uh, double digits in the Queen City. Let's talk about Thursday night in the Steel City, we sent our boy Blue. Mike Blewett is in Pharrell season ducats tonight, popping the cherries. Got his son going to his first Steeler game, and that's going to be interesting in the closed end zone with a little violence and foul language for the little kid. And Mike Blewett gets to watch his beloved black and gold. Are they going to have their hands full with Will Levis? Yeah, Will Levis is a good story now. Here's why he didn't start earlier this season. I'm told he had that quadriceps injury in, in the preseason. It bothered him. I'm told it lingered for about three weeks. So he was a little bit behind. Yes, Malik Willis was the number two to start the season. But now as he's starting his second game, where he played great last week at home against the Falcons. Now, he's on the road here on a short week. This is going to be a tough matchup. We'll get to the Steelers in a minute. Now, DeAndre Hopkins should play with this toe injury. He didn't participate in their walkthrough yesterday. But the feeling is, is he should play. They hooked up. Hopkins had his best game as a Titan last week with a three touchdowns. And the thing is, he's not, Hopkins is not, D-Hop is not known for going deep, but he sure did against the Falcons last week. I'm so interested to see how Levis handles this crowd. Going Steel City, this is a tough, tough matchup for him. But he's played in tough games and big games in his career in college. This is a big one going forward. And look, if he plays well, people want to say Ryan Tannehill should get his job back. He's got the high ankle sprain. Folks, if he wins tonight, if Levis wins tonight, they'll be four and four. And they would be in it for that last wild card spot. So th that's big. That's a big deal tonight. It's a big matchup for him. The Steelers tonight, Pharrell, by the way, the line moved. They were two and a half this morning. Now they're a three-point favorite. The over-under is 37. Your Steelers need to bounce back here. Kenny Pickett will play tonight. He talked about it with his rib injury. He said when he torques, he kind of torques his ribs, he does feel it. Cam Hayward, this is big. And the run defense hasn't been great. He's back tonight off the groin surgery. Micah Fitzpatrick's out. Keanu Neal will fill in for him. That does worry me a little bit. This is a tight game, but I'd like your Steelers to pull this out. Yeah, I don't like the Steelers secondary at all. You can throw against Pittsburgh, and it has been a problem. Should be an interesting game. All right, we'll see you tomorrow for a double shot. Enjoy the game tonight, Adam. Adam Kaplan, our NFL insider. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um. There was some great uh, NBA action late last night, Mike. That Laker comeback and uh, game with the Clippers at the Crip was fantastic. Uh, tremendous game, right? 130 to 125 in overtime. Lakers snapped the 11 game losing streak to the Clippers. It was a fun game, Scotty. You know, George makes the free throws at the end. Russell misses the shot. They go to OT. I mean, stars were out. Kawhi 38, George 35, LeBron had 35, Davis had 27. I mean, it was a fun night of basketball in LA. You know, it's amazing to me uh, how, do you remember at the beginning of the season, like a week ago or whatever, they were like, you know, they're going to limit LeBron's minutes and try to preserve him. And how's that working out? (laughs) Listen, the only way this team wins is when he's on the floor. People always say uh, that it's Davis that uh, stirs the drink. It couldn't be further from the truth. Davis plays his best basketball when LeBron has the uh, ball in his hands. And the Lakers play their best basketball as long as LeBron James is on the floor. Now they're trying to sell me uh, white boy Reeves uh, and, and all this other nonsense. The reality is it is still the Kings team. They go as he goes. They go as he goes indeed. Uh, and you're right. He's gotten a lot of minutes. I was surprised. What they play the overtime game Sunday night? against the Kings, played the next night uh, when they had the Magic in town. Uh, And even, I was stunned, Kawhi and George both played last night uh, after they played the night before. I saw Kawhi say he wants to play all 82 games. Yeah, sure. He thinks he ain't going to rest any games this year. We know that's not going to happen. But look, here's the deal. (laughs) Every baller I know wants to play. I've never met a guy yet. I've never met a guy yet that that I ball with that wants to come out, ever. If they play every day, if they play every game. Like, when we lose, we sit for a game, right? Uh, When I play in the mornings, every every day I play. When we lose, you sit. If they need a, if they need, if they only have two on the incoming team and they need three, that you shoot threes to see who gets in. And the guys that miss, they all cuss and scream and yell and foul language when they miss the three to play. Because no one ever wants to come out of a game ever, even when they're tired. So don't believe for a minute all this load management and rest and all the other. First of all, Kawhi Leonard is always injured, so he's never playing every game. Second of all, if they play healthy they play every day they want to play every game every minute every day no matter what and lebron's no different and neither is george and Kawhi. the difference is is that they're always injured they certainly are uh james harden of course is now a member of the clippers it sounds like he's targeting monday against the knicks to make his debut they did get about 20 minutes from pj tucker last night who they also got in the deal so that'll be fun when we get uh harden george and Kawhi. Uh, all together uh, for the Clippers. They're going to need him, Mike, because of their, you know, the saga of those guys being injured every year is automatic. It's inevitable. Just like Durant. Durant's going to go down at some point for a month like he always does. Every year it happens. Every season. So I think that the one thing that the deal did for them was give them depth because, frankly, uh, Harden has never really been one to sit out a lot. He's not a guy that misses tons of games. When he's injured, he's injured. It's that simple, and he and he sits. But for the majority of his career, he's played. And Westbrook is no different. He plays every night. They're going to need that depth because, uh, you know, they traded away their entire team to get him. So they need those guys on the floor. And the two that will miss the most, I think Kawhi won, George two. And then I think Harden and Westbrook, their bond and their playing together in the past in both OKC and Houston is inevitable. And I think it's important that they 
play in concert with one another because they're going to be playing more than the other two. Right. Uh, and I actually think they're a good pick for this. I know tomorrow we'll get into it. This in-season tournament starts yeah. tomorrow. It's uh, too early. Ball game. I, I, I think that with them all healthy, it would be like such a Clipper thing too. They've never been in an NBA Finals. I could see them with all these guys healthy maybe winning this early season maybe. Uh, season tournament in the NBA. Maybe. Uh, at a nice How do you feel? One. How do you feel <laughs> about the – I have a question for you. About the – the timing of it uh for me it's just yeah. too early i think it should be a december january tournament because they play till june so the real season is april to june in the playoffs why would you have a in-season champ determined by the second week of december it should be starting the second week of december play it through the holidays play it into the new year play it until mid january late january and then february march you get back to reality and then in april they start playing the playoffs to me playing a, a you know a tournament to determine a mid-season champ three weeks into the season is ridiculous yeah i think it it comes down to generally speaking for most fans when do they start watching the nba christmas day right yeah christmas day like the first time you're like let me get into the nba a little bit I think they're trying to pull some people in earlier than usual by doing this. It is a weird time. I think the one good thing is you have a lot of guys healthy and that helps. Yeah, I'm yeah. interested to see how much these teams care about this uh, because that week that they play those quarterfinals and semifinals, if you don't make that, I mean, that seems like, like a nice week off, right? Uh, yeah. In the middle of December. So uh, uh, do more teams care about that? They the money winning the in-season tournament the money yeah the money's there too but i think one of these young teams i don't think the big teams are going to care about this i don't think the celtics and the bucks i don't lebron don't want to play five extra games in the middle of december i think look for the young teams maybe you know like uh the nets have been playing some good the kings and thunder magic the kings the thunder the pelicans i think those are the teams we should look at uh for this in-season tournament because i think they'll care about winning it. I think it'll matter to them as opposed to the big teams that only are going to have their prize on. Jay. I agree with All that. Right. Uh, Warriors did Warriors did beat the Kings last night. They had to come back 102-101. Nice uh, effort by the Pacers last night in Boston. Uh, they only lost by 50. Uh, nice job, 155. Unbelievable. Uh, the Nets did beat the Heat. They had to come back also. Nets Good game. Fun to watch. Good game. Through these first four or five games. And then the Cavs returned serve on the Knicks. Knicks beat him in Cleveland on on uh, Wednesday night. Then the uh, Cavs, of course, uh, Tuesday night, excuse me, Cavs came back and beat him at the Garden last night. Pelicans came back and beat the Thunder. Nuggets didn't show up against Minnesota. Jazz beat the Grizz. You were dead on about Memphis. We talked about it. 0-5 now with no jaw, no Steven Adams, none of their big guys. 0-5 start for Memphis. Not a good scene. I hit a big ticket last night with the Jazz. I thought that was relatively easy money. Uh, let's get into tonight, Scotty, because we do have four games in the NBA. We will start in Philadelphia, where the Sixers have the Raptors coming to town. Raptors thumped the Bucks last night uh, at home. So they're playing a back-to-back. -back. Now they go to Philadelphia. They're getting 8.5, 214.5 the total. Yeah, I don't like them off of that game where they look so good, even though it, it looks enticing uh, when you have to run into that monster in Embiid, who... Uh, gets whatever he wants and all the calls. When he plays in Philly, this guy goes to the line 30 times a night. I mean, like, he, he'll literally score 80% of his points at the free throw line. It's unbelievable. They get every call at home. I think they'll beat uh, Toronto tonight, no problem. I'm with you. I'm going to lay the eight and a half. Detroit is in New Orleans against the Pelicans. Pelicans came back last night against the Thunder. The Pistons uh, lost at home to the Blazers last night they're getting four and a half here on the road 215 and a half the total yeah they didn't look good last night and i don't think they'll look good in new orleans either i think this is a pell's play with zion and company to lay that little number we mentioned that the jazz won at home last night they have a back-to-back -back, uh here they have the magic coming in who have been out west for about a week now magic one and a half point favorites on the road in salt lake 221 and a half total i gotta be honest with you I, look 
it looks like you know you you jump on the magic because they're tough and they're young and they're hungry and all the rest but it hasn't been a good trip so why would it get any better tonight in salt lake the jazz look great last night if they got marketing and clarkson going they win again uh, they certainly do, uh, no doubt about that. They won that first game in Portland, did not win the two games in L.A. And finally, the Spurs are in Phoenix again. They played in Phoenix on Tuesday night, uh, and you had that crazy finish, uh, the Wembenyama bucket, then the steal, the Spurs get the bucket and beat them by one. Now they stay in Phoenix, they run it back, minus 9.5 for the Suns, 227.5 to total. I will tell you, because we always have to do this before Suns games, uh, Bradley Beal remains out. Devin Booker is questionable. So it sounds like uh, Vogel, it says here Vogel was vague, at worst pessimistic about Booker's return. Uh, makes you think Booker at least missed one more game. We'll see what happens here uh, tonight for Booker. Well, first of all, Zion out, B.I., Ingram questionable. Okay. Now, I'm, now I run from that Pelicans game. I want nothing to do with it. And then uh, I think the Suns, they were up 20 in the fourth and then got smoked. They're going to beat the Spurs tonight by 10 or more. I don't care who's playing. Yeah, uh, especially after losing to him at home the other night. You'd like to think they're going to show up and give you a big effort tonight. Automatic. Uh, go four games tonight. Tomorrow, we will talk about the first in-season tournament uh, opening round games. Uh, those are all the games tomorrow night in the NBA Ooh. are part of that tournament. Uh, so big Friday night there. Hockey. Everybody loves hockey. Everybody, Everybody does love hockey. hockey. Avs beat the Blues last night. Sabres beat the Flyers. The Flames suck. Uh, they lost at home again. To I hit stars. a big ticket on the, the Stars. Did you? Good job oh, on the yeah. Stars. And the Ducks beat Arizona 4-3. The Sens chopped. Yeah, they mutually parted ways with GM Pierre Dorian. Uh, that's because of that stupid trade that he made and they took first round picks away from him. And now the owner's all mad uh, that he inherited the team losing all of their first round picks because of that stupid move that Dorian made. Uh, so good luck to him uh, in his future endeavors. Carolina is at the garden tonight against the Rangers. I can hear the Ranger fans from here, Scotty. Uh, they are lathered up and ready to go. Rangers, a, sh a short favorite here, minus 115, five and a half total. I like the Rangers tonight at home. I think the Rangers uh, and Bruins have played the best hockey in the East. Uh, they certainly have. Toronto and Boston tonight in Beantown. Always good when these two get together. And it's a pick em. How about this? Still flat six to total. Pick em in Boston. I bet Boston this morning and... Uh, I'm sketchy on why it's a pick -em. I mean, they're undefeated, and they're at home, and they own Toronto, so it smells of something, but I did bet the Bruins. I hope I don't get burned. Uh, stars, after the win last night in Calgary, now head northern Alberta to Edmonton, where they will take on the Oilers. Oilers are minus 145 now. They do have McDavid back. Uh, they're off to an awful start, 2-5-1. Stars have been great, 6-1-1. One one. They're plus 120, 6.5 total. Uh, you know, Look, I know McDavid's a badass, fair enough, but the Stars have been great, and the Oilers have been terrible. So I yep. still have to roll Dallas. I don't care if they're playing back-to-back. -back. This is the big boy league. Uh, Vegas hasn't lost in regulation yet. They're 9-0-1, and they have Farella Peg at the T-Mobile tonight. Now minus 135. The Jets are plus 115. Over six, and I like the uh, Knights every night. Uh, there's a ton of other games as well. The Islanders are in D.C. The Kings are in Ottawa. Florida's in Detroit. Anything you like, Scotty, please let people know when you come back. <laughs> I will. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh 
Reese, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Come. All right, just for shacks and giggles on the Pharrell finish, I'm going to go Islanders in D.C., Kings in Ottawa, Florida to win in Detroit, Tampa to win in Columbus. I'm going to go Devils. I bet on the Devils this morning to win in Mini. I like Montreal to win in Arizona. You heard me. Seattle at home over Smashville. And I like Vancouver on the streets at the Shark Tank. Former North Carolina legend and Phoenix son Walter Davis passed away today of natural causes. Seminole tribe to begin in-person sports betting at all Florida Hard Rock casinos next month. Thank God. Now they just need to get the apps going. What is their problem down there? Fury and Usyk. The title bout is set for February now. Uh, the unification of the heavyweight belts. Former Arizona Cardinals executive Bill Bidwell Jr. Did you see the video of him when he got in a fight with his wife at their home in June? The cops released the video. He was covered in blood after she allegedly smashed him in the face with a bottle. Awesome. A heavily armed man at a mountaintop amusement park in Colorado killed himself in a bathroom instead of going through with a plan to shoot everyone dead in the park. A Missouri teacher who was placed on leave due to her OnlyFans porno page wants to return to the classroom and teach. Problem is, she said it would be strange since some of her students have seen her X-rated content or shenanigans, if you will. I wish she was my teacher. A new homeowner in Alabama found a dead 19-year-old man stuffed in a freezer in the backyard, leading to the arrest of the teen's parents who had rented the house. A Utah man says a Grubhub driver gave him a cup of urine instead of his Chick-fil-A milkshake. <laughs> oh, the travesty. North Dakota woman poisons her boyfriend hours after he inherits $30 million. She wasn't wasting any time. GTD is next. Go to ForAllInEvents.com for all the action tonight. We'll see you tomorrow on Coast to Coast. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.